0: What's up, world? Welcome to another Anklebiters Biters Podcast, where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Tony, a.k.a. Farnsworth. You can hit us up on Twitter, at CFFNation. That is the Twitter handle for the Twitter page, for the Sooner Nation College Fantasy Football account, at CFFNation. I am joined by my co-host, my man, 100 Grand Owens, What's going on, man? Man, what's up, man? What's up? I'm, I'm,
1: listen, man. I'm, I'm a little tired tonight, man. My wife has surgery Friday. You know, we've been, uh, you know, been taking care of her, man. Trying to get her to sleep as much as I can. You know, up throughout the night. You know, waking up, checking on her. You know, making sure everything is right, man. But uh, man, I'm here,
0: man. Trying to
1: do what I can.
0: He say, he ties he Say, he ties. Hey, guess what, y'all? We got a treat for y'all uh, in the month of October. We're going to have a different guest come on the show to give some insight, some expertise concerning college football, namely college fantasy football. And this week, the first week of October, we are graced with the presence of my guy, Brandon from the College Fantasy Football University account, the 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 owner of the College Fantasy Football University Patreon page. Brandon, what's going on, man?
2: Hey, what's up guys? How's it going?
0: Man, it's an honor. <laughs>
2: What's going on? Uh, uh, we had my brother's birthday today, so we got to hang out, watch a little football. He's a Titans fan, so it didn't go so well for him. But, hey, my Broncos scored that W, so what's up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos, man. Oh, oh, I love Elway,
2: man. Oh, Elway, my, he's my man from back in the day.
0: That's what's <laughs> up, man. Yeah, Not bad at all. Not bad at all. What's old Philip Lindsay looking like? I haven't been paying too much to... NFL here lately. He, he did good. Man, he
2: scored a first touchdown. He like scored, but then like the first five minutes of the game, Flacco actually looked pretty decent. Found Cortland Sutton, another CFF uh, native, I like to call him there. So uh, they're connecting pretty well. My boy Emmanuel Sanders didn't do so good, but that's all right. And there's uh they just swap wide receivers each week. It sounds like.
0: Man, this was up Cortland Sutton, man, the SMU uh, alum. Mustangs. Mm-hmm. Looking good in the NFL, man. Guys, man, we had a great week of college football, great week of college fantasy football. Had a lot of action happening, a lot of things going on. We got a lot of information to get to. We got a great episode lined up for you guys. Listen, week six is over. I'm mad, but I'm not mad. Because <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> It seems like the season is just flying a little bit too fast for me. It is. I wanted to slow down a bit because we love college football and college fantasy football is just icing on the cake and we're already in week 7 guys. We're sorry, man? man. I don't man. like it. It's too fast, man. Week 6 is over I'm on the week 7. But before we get to week 7, before we get into week 7, let's recap the action that was week 6. <laughs> Check it guys, we got 9 undefeated teams in the top 10. Nine undefeated teams in the top ten. Now, this isn't uh, unusual. I mean, you see this happening all the time uh, as as college football is such a wide platform. You got 130 teams just in FBS alone. So you're bound to have some of that going on. You got one one lost team in the top ten, Notre Dame being the only one lost team listed. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw that the AP poll has Notre Dame ahead of Penn State. Mm-hmm. After seeing Penn State these last two weeks, how would you guys assess that? Mm. What do you think about that?
2: Mm.
1: Brandon, you we want, we want,
0: want to tackle
1: that real quick?
2: Yeah, so... <laughs> It's speaking of tackling. Uh, Penn State's defense is fantastic. I'm not going to butcher this guy's name because I'm not going to be like my buddy John Lobb there, the CFF on campus. But number ninety <laughs> nine, number ninety nine in Penn State. That dude is fantastic. I don't know what if he's a sophomore, junior, whatever. But that guy, he's going to go high in a draft in NFL real quick. <laughs> he is amazing. Amazing. I knew
0: exactly who you were talking about when you said I'm not going to butcher his name. Exactly, <laughs> I knew exactly, exactly who you were talking about. <laughs> and by the way, you said you don't want to butcher the name. You don't know, be like my man John Lob. We love John Lob. Shout out to John Lob. Shout out to John Lobb, John Lobb. Lobb will, You know, what up? Yeah,
2: he's the OG. But listen,
0: yeah, John, yeah, Lob is an OG. He is. But listen, <laughs> you're at a place right now where you have a John Lob Junior. Not, yes, myself.
1: Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not myself. Yes, sir. Not myself. Listen, listen, I told I told Tone, listen, I might be the king of name butchering by the end of this by the end of this college football season. Oh man. He told, he told me no, Lob got it sold up. <laughs> oh.
2: He's got he's got rank one, man, but you're number two in the nation. You're doing good.
0: <laughs> number two in the nation. He's trying to move up in the ranks. Straight struggle mode, man. Straight struggle mode. But John Lobb is a he's a he's a real competitor when it comes to butchering names, man. But but anyways, man, I think I think Penn State, man, probably deserves to be moved up ahead of Notre Dame. Of course, you always look at who you've played and who have you beat. Uh, right. Who did you get beat by? You know, you look at all of that stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, being undefeated is being undefeated. Mm-hmm. And and yes, they did start off kind of shaky, but these last two weeks, the way they've dominated these teams that they've played, Maryland, mm-hmm. where they mm-hmm. slapped Maryland around like they did, mm-hmm. and then they slapped Purdue. I know Purdue is hurting. I understand that. Purdue is hurting. But this is what you're supposed to do when you're top-notch talent. You know what I mean? When you're, when, you're, when you're – trying to set yourself up as one of the top teams in the country. You're supposed to be the team that's down. You're not supposed to give them any confidence. You're supposed to let them know, yes, you're down. We're letting you know. We know that you're down. And so we're going to slap you around this entire game, which is what they did to Purdue, man. Right. They, uh, they put something on Purdue. I was trying to find okay. the guy's name. Yeah, it was a good one. I'm trying to find the guy's name so I could take a stab at it. Uh, I probably yeah, it's probably a good thing that I that I that I can't find this name, man. But Michael Parsons, I know that name. That's a good linebacker over there. <laughs> so that's a very listen,
2: natural name. So that's good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Speaking of the AP poll, Minnesota's not in the top twenty-five. They're undefeated. What do you guys got to say about that? Are you not impressed by Minnesota? Do you want to give it some time?
1: I'm not impressed by Minnesota. Um, because if you look at, they scheduled it, but San Diego State, Fresno State, Georgia Southern, Purdue, Illinois. I mean, nah, it's not an impressive resume. And plus, they gave up a lot of points in, in all of them games. Yeah, that was, that so, was South Dakota State. Is it was South Dakota? Yeah, South Dakota State, my bad. South Dakota State. Right. Uh, they won at 28, 21, uh, Fresno state 38, 35, Georgia Southern 35, 32, you know, Purdue 38, 31. I'm, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not surprised they're not in the top 25 and they haven't really played anybody and they, and they barely won, you know, so I'm yeah, not really
0: impressed. They're in close games, every game this year, except for against Illinois. I mean, it's seven points or less. And just uh, in right. all of those games except for Illinois. Brandon, man, what you got to say about Minnesota not being man, in the top 25?
2: Uh, I agree with Owens. Like, they got some great talent. They're two wide receivers. are NFL bound. So, I mean, like, they got it, you know, what it takes to score for sure. But I'm just not feeling the opponents like Owens kind of rattled off. Like, I, gotta, I need to give it some time, man. I'm not there yet. I'd much rather see – uh I like uh, I know we're in the same argument but Boise State 5 and0 like I think they should shoot up a little bit more you know maybe 11 you know so that's that's kind of what I'm feeling
0: I like that call with Boise uh, mm-hmm. I know the the Marshall win is not looking too good now it looked good when they first did it but yeah, it's not right. it's not looking too good right now they just got beat up on. So Marshall struggle mode. Yeah, they're in struggle mode too. I was kind of shocked at that game <laughs> because I was expecting Marshall to have one of the better defenses in the conference USA and Middle Tennessee, when an Aaron somewhat manhandled them a little bit. So yeah, I was shocked by that. Completely shocked. SMU, these guys, man, mm-hmm. the Pony Express, Stans. the reemergence <laughs> of the Pony Express. I mean, it's almost like you could see Eric Dickerson on the sideline with the Jerry Curl and the goggles on over there. <laughs> oh, not the not the Jerry with Curl and the, the, the goggles. With the, with the juicy Jerry Curl. The the follow the drip Jerry Curl.
1: The oh the it glow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> with his goggles on, letting it shine oh, through. Man. <laughs> Look, they were told to have these guys on the ropes and about to tap out, about to throw in the towel. It seemed like. Yes, they did. They were down 30-9, to SMU, going into the fourth quarter against the Golden Hurricanes. They run off 21 unanswered points to force not one, but two overtimes. Man, listen, I am impressed in a major way by SMU. I know a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, we mentioned them and said, yes, they're they're giving up points, but these guys are finding a way to win.
1: What did I tell you Uh, last week? I said, I don't know if they for real, but what I say, they They believe believe it. No, it's, that believing man is is uh is something serious, man. It, it 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 you can't teach it, man. It's like uh you know when they was down thirty to nine, it's like okay, man, listen, you thirty to nine, you can you can easily throw in the right. towel. But but you know they got that that one scoring drive, man. It's like okay, listen, man, the guys, here come the belief, we can do this, and it's like everybody, man, not just offensively but defensively, everybody turned it up. Everybody started believing, and look what happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, man, I'm, I'm, I'm with them.
2: You got to love a good team win, especially when they pull it together like that. That's awesome to see. That's why I love college football so much. It's amazing. Oh, yeah.
0: absolutely, man. It's almost, almost like I mean, and and with that offense, the Sonny Dykes offense, which is wide open, they're never really out of a game with what they have on offense on the offensive side of the ball, they have Shane Bouchelle, the transfer coming in from Texas. You know, they have Xavier Jones. I don't know who that dude is, but he's not the Xavier Jones of last year or the year before that. I don't know. No, he's not. If they just decided we're just gonna make this guy our guy. And and he's and he's moving with that confidence. They have the wide receivers. They seem like they always got a couple of guys. You know, we just mentioned, you right. know, the guy out in Denver, Cortland Sutton, and now they got James Prochet and they got uh, Reggie Roberson Jr., you know what I mean? And they got other guys stepping mm-hmm. up uh, stepping up to the plate doing their thing too. Right. So, man, SMU is is definitely a team to watch. Could they be the uh, New Year's Day Six Busters this year? I mean. Um, yeah. For sure, for sure. I mean, you know, you mean look at Boise, uh, UCF's out of the picture now. So you, so you, so you're kind of looking at Boise right. for that right now, and SMU just coming out of nowhere. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it seems like they they play a little bit of defense. They play just enough to get enough stops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you look at the points <laughs> they're giving up points every game. They're giving up points every game, but they do enough. Right. To win the game, the most impressive win to me was the game against TCU, when they came out and slapped TCU in the well, mouth. I, yeah, go ahead on.
1: I'm I'm looking forward to that Week Nine showdown with Memphis. I think that's the ten all week right there. Yeah, exactly. I see
0: that. I see that because they got a couple games. You know uh, that that the, that that Memphis game is sandwiched into that. You know, after that, you're like ah. I don't know, man. I need mm-hmm. I need yep. to see to Houston it. again with Clayton Toon at the helm. I need to see – and, and I mean, you're, you're bringing up Memphis. Don't look ahead of Temple. Do no, not yeah, look – right. don't, don't look ahead it. of Temple, man. Temple, they've got a good defense. They've got NFL caliber guys right. on this side of the football. They've got some great linebackers. They've got the great defensive tackle. Don't look ahead of Temple. This right. this Tulsa game took a lot out of SMU. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a letdown mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. It's possible. Yes. It's a trap game. Yeah, yes. Right. Stanford yes, knocking off number 15, Washington. Wow. Who saw this coming? <laughs> Raise your hand.
2: No. Uh, I'm going to put both Sit hands on. down.
0: I'm sitting on both of my hands <laughs> Sit because on. Stanford – Dude, I, I mean, uh, what a! And, and, and Washington looked on offense. What's the deal with our Is he is he dealing with an injury? I mean, six. I was watching the game, man. I was watching it because I got I had Iman for twenty
1: eight yards. I was watching the game. The guy had. I think he might have had one of the first the first carry of the game, or maybe I mean, on the- one carry in the first drive, he didn't touch the ball again until the second half.
2: Yeah. So the guy that's not Ahmed, he's the one that went down with injury. So now Ahmed pretty much owns the backfield, so he has no other choice but to either sink or swim now. So we're going to so, see what Ahmed's all about. So you think, pretty soon. Oh, uh, New-
0: Richard Newton. Was Newton down with was
1: hurt. Oh,
2: yeah, Newman's wow. hurt. Yeah, he's he's down, and they're saying out next game. So we're looking at Ahmed yeah, full that's, swing. Yeah, that's the next freshman
0: week. that they were trying to give a lot of burn to. Oh wow! Right, I did not.
1: But Stafford pretty much made uh, made him right. one dimensional, right? And. Uh, it was just like, listen, you're gonna throw the ball. You're not gonna run the ball. You're gonna throw it, and that's
2: it. I'm just surprised that Easton just didn't get it done. Like that—that that dude's highly recruited. Like, how do you not read the defense and do it? That's that's just is remarkable. Well, kudos yeah, to Stanford. That's awesome. At, though. You
0: look at Easton's stat right. line. It's just pedestrian at best. I mean, you you throw for two oh six on thirty six attempts at, you know five point seven yards per completion curating twenty four you got a one touchdown mm-hmm. in there and a pick dude that's that's just abysmal <laughs> that, I mean you, that's 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 forty four percent completion percentage that is ridiculous you let Davis Mills outplay you 70% completion percentage, 293 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, No sacks, no picks. Um, I guess Stanford was ready and, and Washington wasn't. Ohio State, just too much for Michigan State, man.
1: Michigan State tried. I mean, they, they hung around for what, about a quarter and a half.
2: About. Yeah, just about. <laughs> shut, up, shut up for a drink and left.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they was fighting. Yeah. <laughs> they,
0: they swung a few times with Ohio <laughs> State. There's just too much firepower, too much talent. Yeah. The recruiting level is I know I know um, um yeah. Dantoni is is a is a great defensive mind, great defensive coordinator. They always have a pretty good defense. But you got a team that like like Ohio State, that that's just gonna keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. That defense tried to hold up, but the offense didn't give him any help. I mean, Brian Lewerke, granted, he Mm -hmm. did play better than I thought he would. He did. I I thought he would get in that game and stink. But (laughs) but he played better (laughs) than I thought he did. I mean, it wasn't great. You know, 20 for 38, 218 and a touchdown, threw a pick. We got Sack, you got Chase Young and those guys out there chasing him. One of the better probably the best defensive lineman in the country in the eyes of many. But the guy did play better than I thought he would play. Do you guys think Ohio State is a lock for the college football playoff?
2: Mm. Yes. Okay, so you, I think so. Okay, yeah.
0: so you don't so you don't yes. think you don't think because Penn State will knock him off?
2: Oh man, they well, got a great.
0: Go ahead, go ahead, Brian.
2: They got a great defense. I mean, like I said, like I can sing praises to to Penn State's defense, but I feel like there's way too many weapons in Ohio State. Like, how many people do you have to defend? There's like at any given time, there's what like six options for Ohio State, including mm-hmm. Justin Fields with his legs. Like, who are you going to mm-hmm. stop, man? Like, yeah, you can shut down maybe Fields, but they're going to run on you. They got Dobbins, and then they got. Uh, you know, Master T, which is a baller name, by the way. That's amazing. So <laughs> love that name. But I mean, who are they going to stop? Like Penn State's got the defense, but too many weapons, yeah, man. Like too it. many.
1: I was going to say that. I, I agree with you one hundred percent, Brandon. I was going to say Ohio State's offense is just too good. I mean, it's, as good as Michigan State's defense is, and we all know Michigan State got a really good defense. It was just too much. I mean, you, you you're worried about the the, the passing game. But you get hurt by the running game. Try to stop the running game. You know or you get hurt by the passing game. It's just like uh, you can't stop all of it. You know. So um, and then you like you said, you got for legs to worry about too. So um, I don't think Penn State is going to be able to uh, stop Ohio State. I put Penn State in the same boat as Michigan State when they play Ohio State. And then on the flip side, Ohio State's defense is pretty much is going to be better. Than all the defenses that old Sean Clifford has faced, so I think Clifford will will struggle in that game too. So I, I give Ohio State the win. I don't think Pinch State will knock them off.
0: Say that again. Owens about Clifford. You cut out.
1: Um, I said I said Sean Clifford is going to face an Ohio State defense, which is going to be the best defense he's faced all season. So, I think Ohio State is going to make him struggle in that game. So, I think Ohio State is going to beat Penn State. That.
0: I got you. May be right. We shall see. That's one thing about college football. We will see this type of stuff. All right, guys, let's look at some teams on the rise. Speaking of, Penn State. Team on oh, yeah. the rise. Man, <laughs> the way they've been playing these last couple weeks, like we just mentioned, the way they – beat the Brakes off Maryland, then come in there and do exactly what they needed to do Mm -hmm. against Penn State, it looks like, well, I'm not sure I want to say it looks like they found that guy because it looked like this last week when Journey Brown was the man. Now Noah Kane is the guy.
1: What? (laughs) I mean, dude. Oh, man.
2: Whatever happened to my boy,
0: Ricky man, Slade, he's man. He's just lost There's like three like three, He carries for two yards. Yeah. Uh, he just got lost, man. He's he's. I don't know if he'll reemerge. I think they've always wanted one of the other guys to step up, you know, the way they've been playing these guys. and I think it was just a matter of time before they came, you know, to the scene realm, you know, what they've talked about behind closed doors. It was just a matter of time. You know, to what they really wanted would actually surface, and so I think you, I think you're starting to see it right now. Because, I mean, in the in the in the uh, fall, not the fall, I'm sorry, in the spring, they were talking about Noah Kane. They weren't saying anything about Ricky Slate. It was yep. or oh, mm-hmm. Journey right, Brown. Right. It was Noah Kane taking over. Noah Kane. So that's I Journey think Brown. we're kind okay. of seeing what the coaches really wanted, right. anyways, man. But I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust it. Uh,
1: I think they, I think they yeah, go by that. Man, uh, I don't know it if you can do that with a team like thing.
0: Ohio State, man. You know, I mean, I think you've got to have an yeah. established guy if you're going to beat a team like that. You can't go in there with no, musical chairs. You, you know what I mean? At 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 a position like the running back position, I agree. being your, you mm-hmm. know, your your motto for the season. I just don't think that you can do it. I think that you have to have... I think that you have to have... Man, these freaking ads keep popping up. <laughs> I don't <agree. laughs> Freaking ESPN got ads on the <laughs> page popping up. Anyway, Florida, another team on the rise. Just beat... Oh, my gosh. One of the hottest teams in the nation in Auburn. Mm-hmm.
1: And
0: looked pretty good doing so. Granted, it was in the swamp, mm-hmm. but Michael P. Ryan did his thing. Who the heck is Freddie Swain? hmm <laughs> hmm <laughs> Man, this guy just comes out of nowhere and just, <laughs> I- was the He was and Like six third, down fourth down the Freddie line. Swain. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I mean, we heard of his name, but Travon he was supposed to be the the, <laughs> the top dog on campus. Oh my gosh! One catch for four yards. Uh, oh, I mean, he had the, the, the same <clears throat> stat line as Kyle Trask. One catch for four oh. yards. <laughs> Kyle Trask is the QB for all you that oh, don't God. know. <laughs> so uh, even Stephen. I put him in there a couple weeks ago and stand. Oh, man, I'm gonna burn put it in that trash can. With him in it. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> the yeah. Florida's good in, in their game, man. <laughs> See, he them, I just have to stop messing with them. They won't quit with the freaking <laughs> ass. They just. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop messing with ESPN. They won't act right. Mm. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> SMU. We just talked about SMU. Another team on the rise. <laughs> Pony Express looking good, guys. They do got some believing going on over there. Uh, I know you guys are not going to like this one because you guys just poo-pooed all <laughs> over these dudes. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I love their wide receivers. Oh if, man! If that's a thing. You
1: know, I agree. I, agree like, the I like their wide receivers.
0: Go, go Bateman. You know what? The mm-hmm. backfield is kind of making the backfield is crowded. I mean, <clears> throat> that's throat> what I saw the last game. <laughs> Yes, Smith, well, We got it, got it we man. Got I had to trash the whole backfield. Smith, I wish He's taking over back there. That's all it took. It took him but six look, weeks, but we I got mean, it. Look at where we are now. <laughs> you know, just uh, the power of a podcast. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> Baylor, I am shocked. Right. I must say.
1: <laughs> Me too. Oh man, me too.
2: Playing tough. Playing tough. I'm 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 a little bummed about um Brewer because I don't think he's playing next one, so I gotta telling, sit him down. Uh, Hope he heals up. So we're uh, okay gonna have to look for I his backup. Exactly What's his backup do you guys know off the top of your head?
0: I don't off the top of my head. Right. He's got a he's got a he's got a, he's got a weird name. Uh I'm gonna find that and pull uh, He up, was the four star or
2: the five star Analyze, that Baylor was looking at. I forget his name.
0: Gary, yeah, Gary Bohannon.
2: Um, but, you know, just keep in, keep in mind while where, um, Tony's G- looking G- it up, just for the waivers, um, they, they got a good matchup. Coming up. G-E-R-R-Y.
0: G-E-R-R-Y. Yeah. Yeah. There it is, Bohannon. <clears> That's right. Weird, yeah. Yeah. Gary, G-E-R-R-Y, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Start you time, were Bohannon. I heard that. Mizzou, every sister lost to uh all right,
2: Wyoming. All right, all right, all right, Bohannon. do worse.
0: It seems like they've been man, they've been mad every week, seems like, thinking about yeah, thinking about what they've what they could have been had they played a better game. And I understand it's the play. first game of the season and you <laughs> and you're not ready, you're not conditioned to be in that type of atmosphere. It's a trap game. I don't care who it is it's a trap game for just about anybody. The first game of the season. The conditioning is not right. You're not you're not in game time conditioning and you go up there in that atmosphere and that elevation and all of that stuff. But it seems like man they've been playing with an attitude every since.
1: That defense, man, is like they, I mean something nasty, man. They've been they've been pretty much shutting down everybody. Like you said, since that Wyoming game. And 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 man, like not just shutting them down, but the defensive Yeah, score, You You're talking about a team touchdowns. that should be ranked. We're gonna get in this I mean, in a minute, A man. bunch
0: of sacks. Wyoming. Went, uh, I, I mean they just uh, getting after it. Missouri. Missouri. I mean, they beat up on West West Virginia. Then they beat up mm-hmm, on South mm-hmm. Carolina. They beat up a good Troy team just last week. Missouri's uh they're banging on some they're banging on some tables, man. They get,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think they feel like they have something to prove. You know. Oh yeah.
2: Yep. But do but you need to watch out for Kelly Bryant. He did leave the second half with the leg injury too. So I don't know how bad it is, or maybe they just want to sit him yeah. down. So Jimmy maybe they it up, balling. but I'm sure some conditioning uh, he'll be back out there. Yeah, but definitely. he had 31 freaking fantasy yeah. points in one half uh, against Troy.
0: Dude, <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a oh, break yeah. here. Yeah, audio Kelly Ryan's purposes, on his shoulder ever since he left Clemson. It's right amazing. Back. All right, guys, we're back after our short audio break. We had just talked about teams on the rise. We're going to get into some teams on the decline, guys. Kansas State, uh, one of the teams that started off hot this season. Maybe it was the opponents, You know, maybe it was, you know, nobody had, you know, they hadn't played anybody yet. But right now they, they look to be on the decline. What's up with OK State, man?
2: Go ahead, Owens. I'll let you take the, the helm.
1: Man. <laughs> You know what? Number one, um, they don't have the same defense that they're accustomed to. Uh, You know, Kansas State used to be one of the Big 12 teams that played a little defense. Um, And so now it's like, uh, you know, they gave up, what, 31 to Baylor? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I was shocked. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, man, they, he gonna kind of slow him down a little bit, but man, no. Um, and 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 or Thompson, I mean, he's just not, he's not getting it done. I mean, he's, I mean, a game manager, but he's just not getting it done enough. Um, and the running game, uh, it's kind of so-so. I mean, Gilbert is that uh, transfer. Come in and and thinking he gonna take over the starting role, which which he did. Um, but I mean, it's uh, it's just kind of like a so-so type of a running game. So I mean, I, yeah, I, offensively, man, they're just kind of like so-so and not being the same caliber defense that we used to seeing. It's just it's just uh, translating over right. into uh, the losses, mm-hmm. so.
2: Yeah, the sum of it up, they're kind of just mediocre, to be honest with you. I mean, they're giving up what in the past three weeks, uh, what yards uh, or yards passes over 300 in the past three weeks, and that's including Mississippi State, which they beat. So, I mean, they're definitely on a decline on defense, and then the run game is just pitter patter. Oh, so. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Pitter patter, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah I, was gonna, I was gonna bring up the Mississippi State game. Yeah, I was gonna bring up the Mississippi State game. and they they went to Starkville and got that win. Uh, they scored thirty-one points on "quote unquote" SEC defense. Yeah. So, but then they come back to the Big Twelve and just get beat up on. Them. And so we'll see. They're 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 facing another team next week that's on the decline, also. TCU Mm -hmm. is also on the decline. right? What's up with the Horn Frogs? Man, they seem to have gotten off the schneid when they played against – who they beat up on just just a couple weeks ago. It definitely wasn't – no, not Purdue. I'm pulling it up right now. Kansas. Um, Kansas. They beat the (laughs) brakes off of Kansas 51-14 and then come out against Iowa State. Now, granted, it was in Ames, but still, I mean, you let Purdy run wild. You let Iowa State find their running back. And TCU's known for defense. Mm -hmm. Gary Patterson, I thought he had the thing rolling when he went in there and shut down Rondell Moore, came out the next week and got thumped by uh, SMU. It's like this team is Jekyll and Hyde, man. Maybe, I don't know, man, maybe they thumped K-State this week. And then lose big to the shorthorns. But still, man, I think I think I think this team is Jekyll and Hyde, man. What you think about these Wildcats?
2: Man, I'm ready to throw TCU in the trash. <laughs> I'm getting TCU, tired of it. Yeah. They have a perfectly good NFL wide receiver. Jalen Rager, when that dude gets more than four receptions, he scores a touchdown. He scored two last week. If they just mm-hmm. keep feeding that man the ball. They got something going. They got a decent run game. It seems like they all know how to do is just run. I was like, but if you can pass it and not be one-dimensional, you got a better shot to win each and every week, man. I'm just getting annoyed by it.
0: I know. I mean, when you see a talent like Jalen Rager, you know, it's almost like his talent is being, uh, it's just going to waste because it's not being used properly. You, I mean, you feel like there's so much being left on the field when that guy leaves the game because he's such a talent. An NFL talent indeed, I think the guy's probably a first rounder, man. He's if you free. would put him on a team like Ohio State, uh, or OU, which he was he was, he was high very you know, I think he was committed to OU at one point and then decommitted and went to TCU. But yep. then you look at those teams like that, what they can do with a talent like his, I mean, because when the guy gets the ball in his hand, the dude is electric, man. Even in the <clears> return game, <throat> right. dude is a beast, man. And then it's almost like they don't know. I mean, put him back there in the backfield.
1: Well, do well, something
0: with him. But the last game they did try to well, do it. this go ahead, is my thing, this. man. And I think it would be the perfect
1: solution uh, to their offense because the way I feel about Dugan, man, I don't think Dugan is, is has – I mean, he's, a, he's going to be a good quarterback. He's not there yet right now. And with him – I mean, just kind of struggling at times. Most of the time, I think they should use Rager the same way that uh, Purdue used Rondell Moore. Uh, throw a bunch of screens. Throw a bunch of screens to him. Uh, run him out of the backfield. Uh, do some sweeps with the. I mean, get just get the ball in the, in the guy's hands, and I think that would not only help on offense, man, but I think. Uh, I think they'll put up some more points, keep some to def- keep some uh defenses honest. Um and I just think it'll be a, a, a real good solution, man, to this struggling TCU. Now now on defense, I mean they're just not the same, you know, caliber defense as as they're we're accustomed to as well. Just like, you know, I mentioned earlier uh, about Kansas State. So they're just struggling, man. They're just struggling.
0: Nebraska, team on a decline. Not what everybody thought looked at as one of the teams at the beginning of the season that could win that Big Ten East was picked by just about everybody who was looking at the Big Ten and, and picking who would be, who would come out of the East or the West. Nebraska was highly mm-hmm. favored to come out of the East. Does not look like that right now. They don't look anywhere near (laughs) the caliber of team concerning the expectation that was placed on them at the beginning of the season. Now I understand they'll say, you know, we didn't ask y'all to put those expectations on us. But at the same time, what did you expect to do? If you didn't expect to win the Big Ten East, what did you expect to do? So you kind of had those same expectations, too. Have not lived up to it. Not even close. Not even close. So Nebraska also team on the decline. NC State. I know they had a bye week, but I don't care. Everybody's getting touched. <laughs> Nobody is excluded on this podcast. Get wrecked. <laughs> Nobody is, is excluded on this podcast. I don't care if you had a bye week or not. NC State on the decline. Oh, How did you get beat by West Virginia? With the way teams have handled West Virginia this year.
1: Uh, uh, What's NC up with S- NC
0: State? Come on, guys. Help me out. Am I am I am I crazy for saying that NC State is on the decline? I mean, do I have a yes, legitimate you yes, you argument?
2: You do. No one's no one's stepping up. Like I was I was expecting which a guy will hear later in the show, but Amiki, like he's supposed to be the wide receiver on the Kelvin Harmon replacement. He's just, you know, he got the lone touchdown last week, but I was like, come on, mm-hmm. man, like 29 yards, two receptions. Mm-hmm. That's weak.
0: They're struggling at the quarterback position. Matthew McKay is just not getting the job done. They had to bring the other guy in. Uh, his, his name is eluding me right now because they had a bye week. But McKay, it was just, he's just not getting the job done. So he needed to be replaced. Uh, the other guy comes in, the younger guy comes in. He looked okay, but I still think NC State is on the decline. Michigan and, and you know. Time to part ways, man. Yep, I think it's time to part ways.
1: You think so? Um, Like you said before, man, can't get right. He just can't get right, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what you think, man? Brandon, what you think about Michigan? Uh, uh, oh, okay. I think we, I think we lost Michigan. Brandon. <laughs> I think we lost Brandon. No, Brandon's still here. He just, he's just on uh, mute. Okay. I think he'll come back when he's ready. But uh, Michigan, man, uh, like I we said. can't get right. Can't just get, get, get right. right. Just, can't get right. That's Jim Harbaugh. Owns, listen. Listen.
1: Something wrong with his head, just can't get right, boss. Can't get right, <laughs> all right. We'll see how long he lasts. That is Jim Harbaugh. I see him, can't get it right.
0: <laughs> we will see how long he lasts. But, anyways, man, listen this top 10 team, top 10, uh, AP top 25 or AP top 10. If you're taking a team out of the top ten, who is it and who you replacing? Uh, Let's see,
1: man. I'm taking out. Ooh, we. Let me see. Look at. There's some good. I'm taking out Notre Dame, man. I'm taking out Notre Dame. And I would put. Wow, um, I'm looking at it. I am Boise State. Sure. I put Boise State in
0: there. You would put Boise would put State, State Boise in State. the Listen, top ten.
1: They they undefeated. Okay, they have not. They have no losses, and
0: yeah. So you're gonna put Boise State in over Notre Dame based on them being undefeated. Huh. That's interesting. That is interesting. I cannot argue with that because an undefeated record is an undefeated record. And they did Uh beat Florida State. They did beat what I thought Uh was a good Marshall football team. You know, it was a low-scoring game, you know, uh, somewhat of a sloppy game. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way that game looked as far as style points where Boise State is concerned. But, uh, you know, uh, they beat Air Force. Right. Air, I mean, Air Force right. is, is pretty good. Seems like Air Force is pretty good. But they're going to be tested this week with Hawaii coming in. Um Okay, if you're if you're taking a team out of the top twenty-five, who is it mm-hmm. and who are you in placing question? With?
1: Out of the top twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Texas AM. Am I am I, on, I taking your right, am right. I taking He's your my stuff? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, um, yes. Brandon, are you back? Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm
2: taking out Texas A&M too. <laughs> They're <laughs> yes. about, to, about, to, about to lose to Bama. It's over.
0: Listen, man, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. who I had. I had a out. <laughs> yes. And I was going to yes. put Missouri in, man. Missouri. A&M got in you. Go. A&M out. Okay. Oh yes, yeah. So so we're all, this is this is a uh mm-hmm. uh uh three for three. Uh everybody's wanting AM out. Everybody's mm-hmm. wanting A and M out. So A and M you got to go. I don't I don't understand why they're still in the top twenty five anyways. Right. I, I mean, what is this based on? Is I, this based on just I was just gonna say yeah, you? Who
1: they played and they <laughs> lost to. Yeah. There it is. It's the SEC bias.
0: I mean, because when you when you when you when you look at the schedule and you look at okay, they lost to Auburn, okay, they lost to Clemson. Cool. But who have they beat? They beat oh Texas gosh. State, Lamar, and Arkansas. San Jose State they beat them. Arkansas. It, so what's the argument? That's no,
1: that's, that's no argument there, man. <laughs> no argument. Who have you beat?
0: Right, nobody. who have you beat? Pretty much nobody. Uh, so yeah, they do not deserve to be in the top twenty-five. So all of us are in agreement. A and M does not deserve to be in the top twenty-five. I said I was putting Mizzou in. Brandon, who are you putting in?
2: Hmm. Let's see. Um, top twenty-five.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Think of the teams that's not ranked right now.
2: I know that's that's a little rough when you I don't see it up on the board.
0: <laughs> okay. You can't put UConn, UConn
2: in. in. No, no, I ain't doing UConn. <laughs> Bowling Green, Bowling Green's got to go. Arizona can certainly stay out. That's goodbye. Um, I, mean, I would put my Tar Heels in just for that one, but they okay. lost three games, so it's not like they're going to go in. So, <laughs> but um, I'm not sure. I mean, there's a there's a bunch of good teams that are out there. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know, but I would definitely be taking Texas A and M out. They can
0: leave. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that. I'm, I'm well, you. I told no, you, I I I'm putting you that in. Missouri in. Owens, who are you putting That's in? That's a good pick. That is man, a like good it. pick. I like it. Guys, let's get on to our CFF segment of the show. Uh-huh. Why uh-huh. we're really here. Oh, yeah. College fantasy football. We all love it. Brandon's a baby, <laughs> but we're going to rear him <laughs> up right. Brandon, tell the people how long you've been doing this, man.
2: Um. Honestly, uh, I mean, yes, I have a website. It's doing good. I got guys like Tony on board that's helping me out. But I've only really been doing it for about three years. Like uh, officially, I did one like mid season when I heard that there was one around. For me, it was a uh, I was really good at NFL Dynasty and NFL College or NFL Fantasy Football. Wrote articles and stuff like that, and some some for prestigious places. But at the same time, like I wanted to get better at the rookie, so I was like, man, I'm probably gonna start playing college fantasy just to see what is that first the first year I fully mm. played got Lamar Jackson one mm. overall and destroyed man went went straight up only lost mm. one one game that entire year destroyed so I mean I fell in love ever since just the depth man I love the 130 teams all these waiver wires like you barely have to trade I think I traded with like KB once in the dynasty one just because I won a Bateman and he wanted to get a hold of Johnson and that was the best trade I ever did because I got Bo Nix out of that deal so I was like yeah boy but uh I I'm you know, I'm technically a baby to this. I know you guys have been at it for years and years and got like many deep leagues that's been going for a long, long time. So I'm just be I'm just happy to be in this niche and be able to help out people and have a bunch of solid guys like Tony and Owens here to to help uh, guide the way for everybody.
0: That's yes, my up, guy. Man? You Lamar Jackson, man. That's Owens guy. Yeah. That dude is I love him. in he I love is Lamar. in the college yes, football, sir. the college hall fantasy football hall of fame. Yes, no oh, doubt. Real. He is there without a doubt. Nobody's disputing or arguing that. So if you pull that guy, you I mean, it was almost fate.
2: Yep, it because, was over.
0: Yeah, man, if you pull that guy, you all I mean, that's automatically, Damn. you know, you've in you love. Put, you put, you mm-hmm. put him in the game and you just, you just don't, don't even
1: worry about, about him. He's going no, to he, he do his thing.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm an ACC guy, and I'm, like, a huge Tar Heels fan. And here I am, like, rooting Louisville as hard as possible, man. It was insane. And I was like, man, I, I'm starting to fall in love with individual players from other teams. And I was like, this is awesome. It's just like NFL, but way, way more. It's, so.
0: It happens. It happens. And then when you see him go to the NFL and blow up, you're like, yep, that was oh, my yep. guy.
2: Yep, that's that my dude. That was my
0: guy. I was, mm-hmm. I was right about mm-hmm. him. I picked him up. I had him. I knew it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, college fantasy football, we love it. There's nothing like it. Um, you know, we've already given our story about that. We don't need to do that. But let's get on with our start, sit, and PAP. is going to join us in doing so. We're not going to do the excellent and elite like we normally would for time's sake. So what we're going to do is we're going to give one quarterback, running back, and wide receiver for our starts for the week. That would be week seven. Then we're going to give our sits for the same position and PAP, which means potential average performance, not necessarily a sit, somewhat of a caution. Uh, it's, it's, it's somewhat of a, you know, uh, yield sign, slow down. This may be an average game for this guy. And in college fantasy football where points are plenty, you want to look for the ceiling in every matchup. You want to look for the ceiling in every matchup. Even some guys, floor is great, but if you've got a better matchup on the bench than your stud has, you might want to sit in because college fantasy football can yield you so many points in so many different scenarios, so many different situations, because matchups play a huge part in college fantasy football. Matchups play a huge part. Absolutely. So we're going to start with our start and Owens is going to lead us off in all three. And then we're going to have my man Brandon jump in, and I'll go last. So, the quarterback I'm starting with. is, is start Jamie Newman versus
1: Louisville. Uh, Louisville. Man, yes. man, them boys been giving up some points lately. Man, they, can, they can give it up. So uh, Newman likes to throw the ball. sling it around. He got two awesome wide receivers out there to throw it to. Um. So I think, um, uh, Sarat, Washington, uh, they're gonna have a field day, man, versus Louisville. So I'm starting Newman.
0: That's what's up. I love it, Brandon. What you got, bro? Man,
2: I'm gonna go with the most vanilla of ice cream you can get, and that is the Justin Herbert, the the Heisman candidate from Oregon against Colorado. Um so Herbert has only threw his first pick just this past uh week against Col- or against California, who's a stout defense. They still end up getting the W um, He's thrown three and a half touchdowns beforehand each and every game. He's playing Colorado, of course. So I hope Colorado has Slaviska-Chenault because it's going to be a beatdown. And, dude, it's going to be a straight whooping. And Herbert's probably going to drop at least three touchdowns more in a revenge like game. It. So I got Justin Herbert yeah, against Colorado. I
0: like it. That's what's up, man. He's digging deep. I love it. Look, my quarterback, I'm going with Quentin Harris, man. The guy just uh, continues to get better. Every week, he's a lot better than he was at the beginning of the season. Of course, they started out with Alabama, so that's not a lot to look forward to there. But he's been getting better every single week. He's a lot better than I thought he would be, especially by this time. But he's got Georgia Tech coming up. And that's a great matchup for a quarterback where fantasy points are concerned because Georgia Tech is just not one of those teams that you're just going to strike fearing anybody. So – I'm starting Quentin Harris versus like Georgia Tech.
1: Uh, right in back that I'm going to start this week is Michael Warren versus Houston. Uh, Houston defense is giving up 130, 184 rushing yards per game, and. Uh, Michael Warren, seeing Houston on his uh, schedule, and he is licking his chops. So I'm looking for Michael Warren, man, to have at least 150-2 this week uh, after playing a tough uh, Central Florida defense last year where he ran for 133 rushing yards. I think he's going to get down.
0: This week he's going to eat a lot, so I'm starting Michael Warren versus Houston. I love it, Brandon. What's
2: up, bro? Oh, here comes the shocker. So I'm starting running back and freshman on Ely versus Mizzou, not Scotty Phillips. And the reason why is because Jerian Ely mm-hmm. is about That's to my take guy. that starting role, and I'm calling it right now, basically. Uh, so. so. I hear you, man. Hey, Got him hey, in dynasty, hey, and I'm hey. not. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> so the dude rushed for four. He only rush four times for 97 yards, and that's against Vandy. I get it. Vandy's not the greatest defense. Mizzou's a little bit tougher. But Ely, he's only had to do 36 attempts, and the dude yes. runs 8.2 yards per rush. The dude's an absolute monster. He can catch out the backfield. He- He's a complete back. You can get him all three downs. Yeah, I get it. Scotty Phillips is going to get one and two, but if he gets that short yardage, look for Ely to help. He scored that touchdown with a receiving pass not too long ago as well. So he's sneaking mm. out of the backfield as well. So look for Jaron Ely versus Mizzou.
0: You know what? I like that a lot because I'm going to let you in on a little bit of something. I was going. To, I got Scotty Phillips in our home league, <laughs> and he was getting. He's getting the axe this week. <laughs> Oh, he get, he get cut. he's getting trashed because yes, he's getting the axe this week because of everything you just said. Um, he's already on the chopping block.
2: Goodbye, Scott. So,
0: so, I like that pick. I saw the same yep. thing you saw, bro. It's only a matter of time. And I'm like, I said, I got of Evie, hurt. man. I'm, I, ahead listen, of him, so. I, I'm yes, with
1: you, Brandon, I, on that, Evie, that. On that Evie, uh stock, man. I, I picked him up early in the year, at the beginning of the season.
2: Yeah. yeah he's, he's the truth, man. He's the truth. Hopefully yeah. baseball doesn't take right. away from him and he sticks to football like Kyler. So let's hope for the best. With yeah.
0: well, running back, I'm starting this week. I'm going with Darrington Evans versus Louisiana Lafayette. Absolutely. Look, man, Darrington Evans has been getting down this year. My man has been doing his thing. He stays in the end zone. This dude has nine touchdowns through four games. Seven yards per carry. The dude is just getting off, man. He's a fantasy stud right now. Lit Charlotte mm. up. I mean, lit Charlotte up. <laughs> and, and I mean, he the dude has been getting down in every single game. Hadn't had over 20 carries yet. Really doesn't need to at this point. 20 carries in a game. Really doesn't need to at this point. So I'm picking Darrington Evans. I think this will be a shootout against Louisiana Lafayette. As their offense can score against just about anybody, <clears throat> and Appy State is not the defense that they were in uh, years past. They're a little bit different this year. They're giving up a lot more points, mm-hmm. which which we college fantasy right. football guys we love. Right, we love shootouts. We want to score on everybody. Forget the defense. Leave them at home. Score, score, score. That's all we want. So Darrington Evans, no, man, know. I'm, I'm starting him at running. Um, the wide receiver.
1: And I'm starting Jalen Adams versus North Texas. Um, Listen, man, Adams for Southern Miss, man, he's, he's, he's the man out there, man. He is, uh, he's doing his thing, man. The guy is putting up pretty good fantasy numbers week in and week out. And we all know North, North Texas can't stop anybody. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can get out there, man, and get me a touchdown or two. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, go for three Man, man, get I down. Go for three, go for three So uh, get three. I think Jalen Adams, man He's going he's gonna to do his thing this weekend, man So if you got him, put him in, man With confidence, start Jalen Adams this week Versus
0: North Texas I like it B, what's up, man?
2: All right, so I'm going to go with Kalasha Lipscomb of Vanderbilt Versus UNLV UNLV has got nothing to, to, to stop anything that Vanderbilt's about to put on him. So, Collage Lipscomb's done over seven receptions in the past two games and over 60 yards. So, he's highly targeted, and he's finally starting to get locked on by his quarterback. So, I'm looking for Collage uh, Lipscomb against a very easy UNLV defense.
0: Look, man, I like it. I like it. Kalaj Lipscomb needs a, a breakout game. He's, he's thirsting for one. Right now, my man is a little, you know, he's a little down right now, so he needs that game. Look, man, my wide receiver, I'm going with mm-hmm. Sage Slot, the number one target for my guy, mm-hmm. Jamie Newman against Louisville. Look, man, if Louisville can give <laughs> up passing yards <laughs> to Boston College.
1: That's
0: why I got him in the game. Yep. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> if they can give up passing yards at Boston College, listen, yes, I'm starting sir. my man Sage Sherat. Dude's a beast, anyways, yes, man. He catches everything thrown to him. So, yeah, Jamie Newman should should have no problems finding this dude early in offense. Yes, starting like Sage Sherat versus Louis. All right. Pitt. Quarterback that I'm going to sit
1: this week, I'm sitting Khalil Tate versus Washington. Um, I know a lot of people Looking at Khalil Tate Oh he's a dual threat Quarterback He's going to use his arm He's going to use his legs Man in was- Yeah <laughs> yeah. Washington man right now. Is for real That defense <laughs> is for real man And And And, and uh, I wouldn't I was thinking about put, Putting a PAP on him Potential average performance Man I'm just like Nah I'm just going to Sit the guy I'm not I wouldn't even take a chance To play a quarterback Against Washington so um listen man, don't, don't if you got Khalil Tate, you know, and you thinking about it, hesitating on it. I wouldn't even hesitate, man. Find somebody else, go another route, sit Khalil Tate versus Washington. All,
0: All right, right, so we're
2: gonna go QB for a sit and this is where unfortunately I have to sit down one of my first rounders that I picked in one of my leagues man AJ Martinez man you're, you're on the chocolate <laughs> block bro it's I'm getting annoyed it's getting rough <laughs> Nebraska is just self imploding man I don't know what's going on he's not running the same he's not passing now he's banged up and against Minnesota, nah, nah, fam. It's time to sit down. I'm gonna sit my I'm gonna play someone else over you, and that's gonna be my PAP guy. We'll talk about a little later. But Adrian Martinez, I'm sorry, buddy, but it's time to ride the pine for this week.
0: I completely agree. I've got this guy in our home <laughs> league, and I feel the same way you do. One thing Owens and I, we've been doing this for so long, no, will no. not do is put up with a guy that's just mediocre right. week in and week out. I don't care who you are. Because this is college fantasy football, Mm -hmm. and, again, there's 130 teams. There's no reason for you to wait on a guy six, seven weeks into the season and the guy hasn't shown you anything. You know, we've seen this time and time again, time and time again. But, anyways, look, the quarterback that I'm sitting this week, there's enough tape and enough film on this guy – for people to see that his number one asset, his number one, his his number mm-hmm. one um, weapon is his legs. John Rice Plumley, I think that's how you say his middle name or last name or second or first last name. I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. John Rice Plumley uh, against Missouri. Missouri's defense again—they're mad all the time. They have an attitude in every game now. I think they're going to shut this dude down, man, against, you know, uh, I think I think I think Plumley is going to have mm-hmm. a terrible game against Missouri. I think I think they I think they cut his water off as far as the running game is concerned. And I think they I think they make the dude try to pass to win, and I don't think they're going to let him do that either. So I'm sitting on Plumley against it's, Missouri this week. Good sit at
1: at Missouri. Running back that I'm going to sit this week, Uh, Mackay Sergeant versus Penn State. (laughs) Ooh, we Sergeant buddy, Buddy, man. Listen, if I was you, I wouldn't even show up to the game, bro. I I, man, oh my gosh, man. Listen, Penn State, you know, looking for me looking looking for This dude ran for – he had seven carries last week for 12 yards versus Michigan. Man, I, I, I look for the same this week versus Penn State. Get trash out of here. Bro, yeah. you shut down again, man, this week. So, if you got <laughs> a kind of sergeant, sit him
0: down versus Penn State. i like it (laughs) b what you got all right man so i
2: actually like this guy it's it's, a reggie corbin uh, from illinois but he's taking on michigan and you just saw what happened to sergeant against michigan and uh the last time that reggie corbin went up against a good defense which was recently in minnesota he only got 6.8 fantasy points man Uh, that ain't gonna cut it so you're gonna have to sit down mr corbin i'm sorry man I'll, i'll see you next week
0: That's what's up, man. I heard that, man. I like that one, too. Look, the guy that I'm sitting down, this guy's been having a great year, man. He has somewhat resurrected his year uh, in the light of the junk that he threw out there last year, which pretty much wasn't his fault. Cam Akers is the guy I'm talking about. He's playing Mm. against Clemson this week. It's in Death Valley. I just don't – I don't see a good outcome for Mr. Akers in Death Valley against Clemson coming off a of bye week. Listen, man, I love Cam Akers. The dude is an NFL talent, but I think Clemson is going to put the clamps on the dude this week because especially, especially <laughs> if Noodle Arm Hornybrook is starting, he's not going to have the help Go that Hornibro. he needs to cut loose. Yeah, water gun on Hornybrook. He's not going to have the help that he needs to cut loose. I think Clemson's going to put the clamps on old Cam Akers, man.
1: Um, The wide receiver that I'm going to sit this week, Marquez Stevenson, man, versus Cincinnati. Um, Talked about old Toon, man, taking over the start quarterback position uh, out there at Houston. Um, I don't. I don't think, man, he's he's a good enough quarterback, man, to get the ball to Stevenson uh, the way that King did. Plus, Cincinnati has a really, really, really good defense. And I think that knowing that Stevenson is the man out there, I think they're going to key on him. And uh, I, think Mar- I think Stevenson is going to struggle this week versus Cincinnati. So I'm going to sit Marquez Stevenson this week.
0: Man, I like that one. I like that a lot. B, what you got, bro? All
2: right. Well, I'm sitting down. NC State's wide receiver Amika uh, Mizi, who we just talked about against Syracuse. Listen, man. Last week, three passes, twelve yards. Guess what? Or twenty nine yards. Guess what? He got a touchdown. <laughs> Saved his week, man. That's that's pretty much average at best. What happens if he doesn't get a touchdown, man? That's like three, four points. Oh, yeah. That ain't gonna cut it, man. You're gonna have to sit down. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm gonna. I'm sitting to Meezy. he's not doing it. I got I got far other wide receivers on the on the waiver wire that's gonna that's gonna tear it up. So <laughs> Meezy's gonna either sit the bench or he's like gonna get it. cut bait. So
0: Brandon, my man, listen, you are getting yes, acclimated to the yes, culture quite is. fast, sir. Yeah man. That dude broke it down like a true
2: is he c- state is is it a struggle mode, my man? Is he, is listen, a struggle moment.
0: You broke it down like a true CFF guy yeah, when man. you said the touchdown saved him. Yep. If it wasn't for the sure touchdown, this would it. be his stats. Right. I love it, man. Most guys don't look at that; they look at the final score. They look at the they look at the you know the final production, and they say, "Yes, look yes. at this." No, you got to look at the whole picture, man. What yes. did this guy do to get to this point? What were the targets exactly. like? If he had not had that touchdown, what I mean, what does he look like? Like yes. you said, those catches and that little mm. bit of yardage. Mm, yes, man. You need to go somewhere, man. So, all right, the wide receiver that I am going to sit down, come sit next to Coach Buddy. Come here, come sit next to Coach Darrell okay. Stewart against wow. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, uh, I don't know. Uh, that if, makes sense. look, man. I don't know if it's who who's, who's they playing or what, man. But these guys, Wisconsin, looks, looks like they can like shut down everybody that comes in front of them. This is gonna yeah, be JT's
2: on he is
0: in killer mode right now. They're gonna this look this game against Michigan State. This is going yes, to is. be an interesting game because you have Michigan State, mm-hmm. who were yes. a run stopping juggernaut, mm-hmm. just get ran all over by Ohio State. Then you got Jonathan Taylor coming in. No nope. this week, so you don't get a break. Okay. You don't get a break. But you've got the you know, arguably by many, the best running back in the nation that you've got to go up against this week. So this is gonna be a real a real interesting matchup against Michigan State in Wisconsin. I think Darrell Stewart's gonna be taken out of the equation completely. And so I mean he had a decent game against Ohio State, I mean granted the opponent and the moment, you know what I mean and who mm-hmm. he is, he's an emerging talent. But I mean he did he did he did get the touchdown, but you just look at Wisconsin and how they just beat up just about everybody that they've played this year, everybody that you've put in front of them this year. Mm-hmm. Nobody has scored over 15 points all year long. They just don't let wide receivers do anything looks like. Um, So I'm sitting Darrell Stewart against Wisconsin. So, guys, what we're going to do right here is we're going to take a small break, another break for audio purposes, and we're going to come back with our P.A.P. All right, guys, we're back here after our small break for audio purposes. We left off – starting our start and sit segment for our college fantasy football segment. And so we're going to pick up right here at the PAP, Potential Average Performance. Uh, Owens, you ready, man? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh,
1: the, the quarterback that I am considering to have a potential average performance this week, I'm going with Cole McDonald versus Boise State. Uh, Boise State uh, seem to have a pretty good defense. Uh, they've been uh, holding teams on 20 points um, for the last four games. Uh, they held Marshall to 7. Um, they, hold, they held Air Force to 19. UNLV to 13. Uh, Portland State, I mean, <laughs> the 10. But, Cole McDonald is hot right now. Um,
0: man, quit hate on Portland
1: State. Listen, man. <laughs> listen, man. He only got 10. But um, Cole McDonald is hot right now. And I got the guy. That's my quarterback, one of my quarterbacks. And I seen this matchup, and I'm like, uh, I can't take the risk of putting him in the game, and he giving me an average performance. But he also has the potential to, I mean, he could get down. I mean, you never know. But. To have that 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 potential average performance, you know, in the back of my mind, I can't risk the start. So I'm gonna give Cole McDonald a PAP potential average performance against Boise State this week. That's what's up, B, what you got, man?
2: So I'm gonna go with uh, quarterback Mike Glass, the third from Eastern Michigan against Ball State. Hold
0: on, Brian. Hold on, on, Brian. You gotta say the thoid. Thoid. The thoid. (laughs) There you go. Get the the bugs. Channel your inner Bugs Bunny. There you go. All right, all right, all right.
2: right, Mike Glass, the thoid against Ball (laughs) State. All right, all right. So listen, Mike Glass. He's 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 doing all right. I mean, he's he's getting his uh his touchdowns in. He's still got a good completion percentage, sixty six point seven. But he's just not putting up stellar performances. He's doing eighteen fantasy points, twenty four fantasy points. But we used to the Mike Glass to Thoid having like thirty plus <laughs> fantasy points a game.
0: Yep. True. <laughs> yep.
2: So. I'm I'm looking at him to just do an average performance again because that's what he's been doing recently. So that's going to be my Glass for me.
0: I, like I got it. you. My average performance from a quarterback, I'm going with Ian Book mm. versus the Trojans playing USC. Ian Book has had a few good games this year. USC is coming off a bye week. I think they come in here with a renewed focus. Uh The decent defenses that that Ian Book has played against, he hadn't fared too well. The Trojans, they're not the best defense in the country, not even anywhere close, but they're a decent defense, and they have athletes on the the defensive side of the football. They have enough to make Ian Book um, stay in the pocket because he is a bit of a runner. He will get out the pocket and cut loose on you. Mm -hmm. I think they have enough to make him stay – in the pocket and 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 do his thing uh, in the pocket try to do damage try to do work from within the pocket mm-hmm. uh yeah so ian book potential average performance from ian book against usc
1: I like it my potential average performance running back I'm gonna go with as Artavius Pierce from Oregon State versus Utah this week. Now I could have easily uh, uh, you chose this matchup as a sit. I could have chose Sit Pierce, um, but Pierce has, has has seemed to have uh, regained that starting spot. Um, he's going to get the carries that you know you like in a in a fantasy running back. He had twenty one carries last week, sixteen the week before, um, and Utah, Utah is is one of the top defenses in the country. Um, they only give up fifty four rushing yards a game, it's, which is, I mean, that's amazing. But I think oh, um, uh, Luke, uh, the quarterback from Oregon State, I think I think he he's okay enough to kind of free Pierce up a little bit. Uh, so I think Pierce is good a little bit. It's not going to be much, but. Um, I'm I'm going to say he's a a potential average performance. Uh, We're going to get that from uh, Octavius Pierce this week versus Utah. All
0: right, my man Brandon.
2: All right, I'm going with New Mexico State Aggie, Jason Huntley against Central Michigan. Listen, uh, huntleys he's actually the shining star over there in New Mexico State. Um, he's helping out Josh Atkins the best he can. Um, he has gotten three touchdowns in the past games on there, but we're looking at average production, 16 points, 20 points, 27. This ain't no JT type scoring, but, you know, at least he, he's hes kind of making a steady thing where he's going to give you at least 16 to 20 points per game. So and that's enough to put me in the uh, average scoring position. So I'm going to go with Jason Huntley and get Central Michigan.
0: All right, cool. Nice. My average performance from a running back. I'm going with Kenneth Gainwell. The guy's been turning it up here as of late. He has seemed to earn the trust of his coaches as being the guy that mm-hmm. they want to depend on and hand it to the majority of the time we've seen in this offense. They don't that they don't hesitate to get two guys, sometimes three guys into the mix but he has earned enough of their trust to be the sole ball carrier in the backfield for the time being, at least until Patrick Taylor returns. But I don't like this matchup that's coming up against Temple, against the Temple Owls, that great defensive front that they have, the NFL talent that they have at the linebacker position, as well as on the defensive line. I think they're going to give Kenneth Gainwell some problems. Uh, You know, if if, if he's going to be relevant, that he's going to have to break one. He certainly mm-hmm. has the, the the speed to do so, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's just going to chop Temple up. You know what I mean? I just, I just don't think he's going to chop Temple up. I don't think that that anybody on the schedule is just going to chop Temple up like that. I think they're going to have to break some big ones here and there because mm-hmm. this defense is for real and this defense is good. So Kenneth Gainwell, average performance. I like it. I like it. Um, The wide receiver that I'm going to go with this week
1: to have a potential average performance, I'm going with Justin Jefferson against Florida. Now we know Burrow is throwing that ball like like a madman right now, and Justin Jefferson is his favorite target. But you're facing a Florida. Defense this week, man, that's that's just nasty. I mean, these boys get after you, and they don't give up a lot of points. Just nasty. Just nasty. I mean, just nasty. So, mm-hmm. I think Justin Jefferson is going to be keyed up on. They're going to tell uh, the mother, Robert, you're going to have to throw it to somebody else. This guy right here ain't going to get it. He ain't going to do it. You got to find somebody else to throw it to. <laughs> I think they're going to pressure Burrow a lot. I mean, I think you're going to go find out. You're going to get to see the, the real Burrow this week. You
2: know? Okay, okay. Can no Heisman for him, Yeah,
1: huh? can you handle the pressure? Can you – come in what can you do? You know how to step up in the pocket? Do you know how – I mean, you're going to have to do all of it this week. So, I think um, – Justin Jefferson, bro, you're going to have an average – I think it's going to be a potential average performance against Florida, a good, solid, stout Florida defense.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> oh, man. So I'm going to go with wide receiver Desmond Patton, the Wazoo Washington State against Arizona State. Listen, I know – Desmond Patton, and it's a sexy offense. Don't get me wrong. It's cool to see it, but they've been on a decline. When you lose to UCLA, something's wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, He's only been able to top 100 yards once this season. Um, I mean, I know he's a part of the tech, so I mean, I could still see where he could still – do some damage, so he's going to get his receptions. But uh, against tougher defenses, and Arizona State's, I, I think middle of the pack. I mean, they're definitely on the on the the rise for sure for defense. So I'm going to say that uh, we should probably see just an average performer of Desmond Patton if he doesn't uh, reach the end zone this week as well.
0: I like that man. Nice. Like, you, I you know too. You mentioned, you know, they usually lost to UCLA. You know, something is wrong. He wasn't even a big part of that game to begin with, and he fumbled. In mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a million fumbles in that game. The reason why they let UCLA back in the game to begin with. But anyways, my potential average performance from a wide receiver, I'm going with the Oregon State Beavers stud, Isaiah Hodges. Man, dude's been, mm. Man, dude's been lighting it up. That's my guy. Last week, just lit. I mean, just lit. You see it like you just mentioned, you see they mm-hmm. just lit UCLA up, gave them all they wanted and song. guy's been hot. I mean, he's, he's sitting on nine touchdowns in five games, mm-hmm. 632 yards on the season. The dude is on his way to a stellar season. But I think it's going to uh, be diluted and dampened this season. I think that Utah is going to throw a damper on my guy's season, at least for a week. At least for a week. That Utah defense is for real. I think they're going to put the clamps on him, kind of slow him down, put some cement on his shoes a little bit, and he's going to have a potential average performance. I got him yeah. on the bench, man. I got him, I got him on, on the bench. The Utah Utes, man, listen, we have come to the fan favorite. Mm. the infamous mm. I Wish segment. Guys, are you ready for this?
1: I'm so ready. <laughs> are you
0: born? I gotta get this off my chest. Were <laughs> <laughs> you born for this? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm ready. I heard that. Man, listen, we are gonna start with Owens, then Brandon, you're gonna jump in there, and then I will finish it off. Alright, here we go. I wish
1: I wish I wish I wish offensive coordinators would y'all stop being cute once y'all get down in that red zone, stop the cuteness. Listen, you got first and goal from the two-yard line. <laughs> stop running sweeps. Stop running play action. <laughs> stop back and passing the ball. I mean, you're on a two-yard line. You got a 200-plus running back behind you hand the ball off. Get the two touchdown. listen, I I saw that happen too often this weekend. uh, Throw a lot of touchdowns. It's working sometimes. But listen, I promise you, it's going to come back and bite y'all and y'all. But keep going. (laughs) Keep trying to be cute. (laughs) Listen, yeah. And throw a pick down there. First and go for a two. Throw an interception. And then you're going to stop being cute. Listen, I wish offensive coordinators. Stop being so cute, and the red is gone. <laughs> How do I top
2: that, man? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, I wish that we can get our NCAA football game back. Man, it's time for the players to get paid. I get it. You guys get over a billion dollars per school. That's ridiculous. It's time for the alumni to stop just handing hand-me-outs, giving these guys cars with rims and everything like that. Just pay them. Just pay the guys. They're fantastic players. They're earning you money. But we all know the real deal. We want to play the NCAA football game. So come on, guys. Let's get back NCAA 14 and let's pay these players.
0: Ah, I like it. What's up? He said you're giving them stuff, giving them gifts, we know it. <laughs> we know it. We know it's
2: true. We know it's true.
0: Real cars. <laughs> Listen, I wish this is what I wish. I wish we had the ability or teams had the ability to bench coaches. wanna bench yes. players after a bad performance. How about we bench some of these coaches for some of the yes. stuff that they do? Can we please somehow work this out after after a terrible performance? Jim Harbaugh would have been benched like three times already this season. <laughs> you got all kinds of coaches that he would got be riding the pine. I mean, Rodgers, Mac, mile. You need some splinters <laughs> in your behind. All of the mess you've been doing this year. You need to stay on that beach. Get some splinters in your little tail. Can we talk? Yes. I mean, I mean, can we? Can, can we really sit down and talk about it? I mean, you got the players in Cali, or. or the the legislation or whoever it is in Cali talking about the pay for play. At least it's up for debate. At least it's up for discussion. Can we discuss this? Can we sit some coaches for stupid decision making? Can we (laughs) sit some coaches for dumb stuff? Or you know how teams get a bye week? Can we give a coach a bye week? Just say, hey man, you need to go regroup. You need to get back in that film room. Because what you saw is not what's out on this field. I don't know what field you were looking at. <laughs> because the team before you told you how to beat this team, and you just, i do going to want to do that. I'm going to do my own thing. And they lighten you up. They put it on tape how to beat this team. And like you didn't even watch the tape. Can we please, I wish, we could bench some of these coaches. Man.
1: Coach, come Don't sit by off. me. Yes, <laughs> come sit by me, Coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> come sit by me instead of come sit by Coach. Coach needs to come sit, yeah. by coach, me. come sit by me. Don't sit your butt by somebody. That was yeah. the infamous uh, uh, Irish segment. I feel better. Owens, I know you feel better. better. Too. You be how you feel, oh, man.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, I feel great. That was that was fantastic. Like <laughs> you, you, know, you
0: blew off some steam about the game that we all love.
2: Yeah, bring, like it, back. You, bring it, it back. They
0: just abruptly took away from us. I remember how it made me feel when I first cause I was waiting on it, I was anticipating on it. And mm-hmm. was nothing moving, and I had to go find out what is wrong. And then I found out they ain't making it no more. I was like, What? cried deeply. It hurt yes. me to my it hurt my soul. When I found man. out that they wasn't making it, we used to Owens, oh, you remember, we used to take that game yes. to work, man, and play it at work. It. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Play that game at work.
2: Man, I, have, I went through like four copies of that thing, man. It was ridiculous. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You had to have it the day it came out. You was pre-pressed yes. the whole nine. You got the online dynasty. We did the online dynasty with a couple of our partners. Yep. Listen, man. That was that was that was good days. They do need to bring their game back. All right. That's time for the stash and trash. Guys, mm-hmm. stash and trash Owens, you gonna kick us off. We're gonna stash a quarterback. We're gonna trash a quarterback. Do the same thing for running back and wide receiver. Brandon, you're gonna <clears> follow <throat> him, and I will follow you. Let's get it in.
1: All right. Quarterback that I'm going to stash this week, I'm stashing Jake Luton from Oregon State. Um, Listen, the guy is, um, I mean, he was on fire last week. He told UCLA up uh, through five touchdown passes. Um, He has yet to throw a pick all year. He has 14 touchdowns, 0 Interceptions, Um, Mm. which is what you want. That's what you want in the quarterback. So um, I'm going to stash Jake Luton this week. He's got a tough schedule coming up uh, in the next couple weeks, but i still stash
0: him. I like that one. That's a nice one. B.
2: Man, I'm going to stash Jet Duffy. I know. That's scary. And that man – if he throws an interception, it's not looking too good because he is a pass-happy type of quarterback. So you get the good with the bad. However, he did light up. Uh, he did some good work this week, and he's only 5% owned. So, I mean, it's, it looks like Texas Tech may be on the up and up, maybe getting over the uh, Cliff Kingsbury uh, hangover. So uh, I like Jeff Duffy as a sneak play. For 5%, man, it doesn't hurt to put him on the bench and see what happens. So I'm definitely going Jet Duffy for Texas Tech. I like
0: it. That's what's up. Look, the quarterback I'm stashing is Malik Cunningham of Louisville. We know the athlete that this guy is. We know this guy has wheels. But he has kind of shown me the ability to pass the ball efficiently. was 72% Mm -hmm. pass completion in the past game against Boston College, 18 for 13, 288. That's 16 yards per completion. 16 yards for completion, man, I had a touchdown. We know he can scoop so he can get out of the backfield. He did pretty good against Florida State, a very athletic defense. He's got Wake Forest coming up. That should be a great matchup. Then he has uh, a couple games you'll want to sit him in, Clemson and Virginia. But he finishes with Miami, North Carolina, Syracuse, and Kentucky. Uh, Miami it may be a little bit if you gotta see his progression see how he's doing but those last three games he's definitely startable in in certain leagues so I'm stashing Malik Cunningham from Louisville Louisville the guy is only eight percent not eight percent two percent two percent on two percent on nice
1: I like
0: it uh, Jake Luton is
1: only eight percent owned. By the way, I forgot to mention that earlier. All right, uh, the um, the quarterback that I'm going to trash, <laughs> trashing this week, guy get boy get your tail in that dumpster. Ryan Willis <laughs> from Virginia Tech. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> goodbye. See ya. Listen, yeah. Not only is he getting hey. bitched in real life, he getting in the trash from fantasy. Hey, God, him and his
0: bitch. coach need to be benched
1: yes both of them
0: the whole team
1: in that trash he is no longer useful he he will no longer be useful for a while listen man if you got him i see 27 percent of you guys got him get rid of him put him in the trash you're not gonna be able to use him for the rest of the season trashing ryan willis
2: Man, my QB trash is someone that Miami's trashing by themselves already, and that's good old Jaron Williams. <laughs> Three interceptions, sat the bench and got 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 replaced real quick. So I'm <laughs> going to trash Jaron Williams. I had to unfortunately play him because of being in a uh, only Power Five conference in one of my leagues. That wasn't very fun. So uh, my boy too, I had to sit down. So I had to find someone. I was like, oh Jaron Williams, he's he's I. Right. I'll pick him up. Nah, man, that was the worst mistake. Minus four point four five points, bro. Mm. Nah. Yeah, Goodbye forever. I'm done with Miami. I
0: heard that. Listen, (laughs) quarterback that I'm trashing, Shea Patterson, listen, man. (laughs) You can go to the trash can and take your coach with you. This dude is not fantasy worthy. He doesn't deserve to be rostered in any league. I don't care if it's power five only. I don't care if it's big 10 only. I probably still wouldn't pick this dude. Well, maybe if it was big 10 only, I'd probably pick him up. But, but still, I mean, you get the picture. The dude has had one good game all year, and that was against the lowly Rutgers. Woohoo. I can go mm-hmm. out there right mm-hmm. now, as out of shape as I am, and have a good game against Rutgers. The guy has six touchdowns through five mm-hmm. games, three picks. 11, I mean, he's, he's been sacked 11 times. He's been fumbling all over the place. Dude has four fumbles. <laughs> He's just terrible, wow. man. He's terrible. He's not a fantasy quarterback. I, I don't know if it's Jim Harbaugh messing with the boy's head, but it just seemed like Shea Patterson was on his way to fantasy stardom at Ole Miss, and he got to Michigan and forgot how to play the quarterback position. So I'm trashing yep. Shea Patterson. Mm, I like it Alright The running
1: back that I'm gonna stash This week Michael Carter from North Carolina
2: Go Heels He's Heels. only Heels, 7 I, he
1: was
2: <laughs> I love my Tar Heels man
1: He's only 7% Owned Yeah 7% So I'm pretty sure he's on Everybody's ready wire Right now but I know the guy is he's sharing the ball with Javante Williams out there, um uh, and the other Williams, <laughs> but he's putting up he seemed to be putting up fantasy points week in and week out. Um and I don't see him slowing down no time soon. So um I'm gonna I would go out and stash Michael Carter, running back from North Carolina.
2: All right, Brandon. Um, my stash is going to be Caleb Huntley of Ball State. So he did a really great job against Northern Illinois. He did 35 carries for 157 yards and two touchdowns last week, which is impressive. Um, he had a slight ankle injury um, going into the bye week, but that's not stopping him at all. Um, he's actually doing really, really well. Went from 13 attempts to 35 rushing attempts. So it looks like Ball State's making him the uh, the workhorse back. And uh, he did really well uh, with 27.7 points last week. So I'm going to run with Caleb Huntley as a
0: stash like from it. Ball State. That's a, nice, that's a nice stash right there under the radar type stash. Listen, the running back that I'm stashing, Rodney Smith of Minnesota, 16% on. The dude has been lighting it up. The past couple of games, he has over 20 carries in five out of four games, namely the last two games where he has 46 carries, about 326 yards, couple of touchdowns. The guy has been getting down there feeding him. We know that PJ Flex' reputation mm-hmm. suggests that he loves to feed one guy, but in this case. He's feeding more than one guy, but it really doesn't matter because Rodney Smith is the guy. And he's getting over twenty carries a game right now, and he's producing right now. Uh, you got Mohammed, Mohammed Ibrahim, that went down, which Have paved it. the way for more playing time for Rodney Smith. Shannon Brooks is emerging, but you don't <laughs> know when he'll break down, as he has been playing college football mm-hmm. since two thousand and six. So, Shannon. Yes, <laughs> Rodney Smith. I am stashing, stashing cool. uh, running back Rodney Smith. I like it.
1: I like it. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, the this is listen. I'm trashing running backs. I'm trashing, man. I'm trashing the whole backfield. Boise State. The whole backfield, I'm throwing in the trash. <laughs> listen. Oh, man. I
0: thought you liked Mahone. Listen, man. Listen. Get out of here, Mahone. You out of here,
2: man.
1: Listen, man. They they just faced UNLV. UNLV give up 228 rushing yards Dude, a game. It. You hear me? 228 rushing yards a game. Let me tell you what these running backs did. Halani nine carries for 80 yards. Yeah, but one one of those carries was 46 yards. Hightower got him some two carries wow, 51 yards. His long, it's, it's, yeah, he got some 35, his long was 35. It's, who is this uh, Killian Butler dude? He got one carry for 20, he broke one for a touchdown. Mahone, nine carries for 13 yards. Back back my quarterback got him a little bit of four carries for nine yards. Van Buren, three carries for six yards. Come on, listen, man. Listen. Oh my gosh, listen. You don't know who getting the ball back there. They worse than Penn State. (laughs) Oh, y'all. Listen, everybody in in Boise State back. I'm throwing all y'all, every one of y'all in the trash. And I'm gonna light a fire up on that bad boy, and I walk away with happy.
0: Oh, <laughs> man, get out of here, Brandon! What you got, man? Who you get out of here, get it out,
2: man! My RB trash is actually an unpopular uh, opinion, but the entire Oregon State backfield can go in the trash for all I care. I'm sick <laughs> and tired of. Uh, is it Pierce? Uh, what's Jefferson doing? Is he even? Is he injured? No, no, he got two carries. Why? I, I don't know. Why is Pierce only getting bare minimum? Dude, I'm over it. Running back by committee in college shouldn't exist, man. Like, why can't I just have my cake and eat it, too? College just be course backs, and then you get to the NFL, then you do running back by committee. I'm all right with that. But, man, what does it have to be happening over in college, too? So mm. I'm over it, and I'm dumping the Oregon State backfield oh, in the trash. Spoken I'm done.
0: like a true college fantasy football <laughs> yeah. expert. Yeah. Him. <laughs> it should not be bleeding over into college football, this running back by committee mm-hmm. trash. What do you right. need that stuff yes. for the NFL so you can have some longevity? You know what I mean? So you yes. can further your career. Uh, but it should not be in college. I agree with Brandon. So we're gonna keep exactly. this theme going yes. with this entirety stuff. Owen's trash an entire backfield. Brandon trashed an entire backfield. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to trash West Virginia's <laughs> yes. backfield. The entire backfield of out. West Virginia. Yes, Every last out. one of y'all line up and head that way. Mm-hmm. Line up and mm-hmm. head that way. Don't don't, don't, don't fire, turn man. around to talk to nobody. Don't look at nobody. Go straight to that trash can. Line up and head that way. Yes. Every last one of y'all stink. I don't know what y'all was doing (laughs) against Texas. Three running backs had six carries.
1: See? Kennedy Um.
0: McCoy, six carries, 30 yards. Letty Brown, six carries, Um. 25 yards. Doggone Petway, six carries, 18 yards. Dude, I mean, what is it? was Was the limit six? Uh, that y'all came. I mean, when y'all came up <laughs> with the with the game plan, did y'all flip a coin or something? Or was it did somebody lose a bet? Did that did the running backs coach lose a bet to to the wide receiver coach? Something. There's no way you should be three dudes six six carries, and then I mean, no wonder why y'all lost the game because nobody knew what they were doing. <laughs> it seemed like yeah, because it's, it's trash. So I'm trashing. The entire West Virginia backfield.
1: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I got old McCoy too. He out of here. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> uh, the wide receiver that I'm going to stash this week, John Hightower from Boise State. He is uh, only forty-five percent owned. Uh and like I said, I trashed the running backs, but they're a pass happy offense out there. Uh backmire loves to throw the ball to High Tower. Seemed like he's the the seemed like he's number one target. I mean, he's got a lot of them out there, but it seemed like this guy's the number one target. He was looking at his fantasy sheet uh, so far this year. I mean, he's been uh he had a couple misses, but he's been uh, been putting up some good fantasy numbers. Uh, so I am going to stash John Hightower from Boise State as my wife's receiver.
0: like it.
2: All right. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to stash, and uh, this is a shout-out to my boy, Justin uh good old Nottingham over there at CFFU helping us out. But this is for uh Khalil Pimpleton from Central Michigan, 21% owned. Uh this new this new quarterback, David Moore, man, he's something special. I like it. This is, ever since he's come on board, Pimpleton's had over 31 receptions in the last four games for over a hardened yards uh per game in that span. That's ridiculously awesome. So I'm gonna stash Khalil Pimpleton and hope that him and David Moore ride onto the sunstep. Sorry, Dormandy, you can sit down, down and hang out with him.
0: Hang out with uh <laughs> Who is, who is the coach, coach, man, with the guy from Florida, what's his name? I forgot his name. Yeah, um, I forgot his name. I don't name. Even remember. Came from Florida, Jim something. Anyways, the wide receiver that I'm going to stash, Mister Keelan Stokes. I've been waiting on you, sir. I've been waiting on you to to do your thing. You're starting to wake up. I think the passing game has mm-hmm. got some momentum. They're starting to roll, and so Keelan Stokes' his fantasy mm-hmm. value is starting to rise. So you might want to go get this guy mm-hmm. now because this dude is only he's only where am I? He's only thirty six percent on. So so there's a bunch of teams out there. About sixty four percent of teams does not have this dude on their roster. So go and roster Keelan Stokes if he is available. The guy is starting to wake up. The guy is starting to hit that end zone. He's got a touchdown in the last three Mm -hmm. games of the season. At two touchdowns last week against SMU, who, I mean, coincidentally had a good pass defense, and he caught five balls for 101, two touchdowns against SMU. So, hey, with this schedule Mm -hmm. coming up, I mean, he's got – Navy, who's pretty decent, in Cincinnati, who's no joke, I think he's going to do damage the rest of the year. So I'm stashing Keelan Stokes.
1: Man, I like that.
0: Uh, Good pick.
1: All right. I like it. The wide receiver that I'm going to send to the trash. Isaiah Cox from Ohio. Bobcats. Uh, Cox, man, what can I say about you, bro? Listen, man. Your quarterback is struggling out there, man. I don't know what Rourke is doing. You know what I think? I think I think Rourke, man. I think he's trying to get you the ball, man. I think he's just throwing it maybe behind you, uh, too far in front of you, over your head. But he he, he throwing it to the other team. He like to turn the ball. He like to shut a wealth. You know, he like he like to give it to the other team a little <laughs> bit, man. So uh, I mean, man, you mean. know, you know, you could, you know, it might not be your fault. You could be open, but he just missing you, man. He just, he just, he just. Man. But anyway, your numbers is terrible, brother. You, you know, you, you, your fantasy, you, your fantasy yes. irrelevance. Uh, you, you are putting up for get me points, delete-me points. Uh, I don't know why I'm in fantasy. I mean, <laughs> erase-me points, all that. Listen, I'm throwing you in the trash, brother. You, you're not useful. Uh, you stink. Quarterback stink. Uh <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everybody stinks. So anyway, listen, you just you just uh go to the trash, buddy. Isaiah Cox, get out of here.
2: All right, so this one gave me a good opportunity because he's designated both a wide receiver and a running back. But uh good old Johnny Ford from South Florida, mm-hmm. man, wasted potential, bro. He got suspended indefinitely from his team because he can't follow team rules. How stupid are you, man? You're playing at the college level. You can play both positions, man. You know how bad people want you in the NFL, bro? You can't even stay on your team? That's ridiculous. And now you're not playing anymore, and you're a wasted one. And I thought I was going to be sneaking like, oh, I will play your wide receiver this week and play your running back in the next week. No, man. Disappointment all around. You go in the trash Goodbye, and you stay in the trash,
0: Johnny Ford. Goodbye. Mr. Johnny Ford. I heard that. Ford. The wide receiver that I'm trashing. People have been waiting on this guy to wake up. Didn't do a doggone thing last year. He was a replacement last year to a fantasy stud the year before last. This week, more of the same. Mr. Ty Lee, you stink. Listen to me, boy. Mm -hmm. Listen to Mm -hmm. me. You get your behind up. (laughs) Head that way. (laughs) Head that way. Look, this dude. It is terrible. <laughs> His best game, Tennessee mm-hmm, State, mm-hmm. five catches, 64 yards and a touchdown. hadn't scored a touchdown in any other game this year. hadn't had more than four catches in any other game this year. This dude is terrible. I understand they've had some stiff competition, but my goodness, man, if Tennessee State and all, I mean, you know, and you're yielding five catches for 64 yards and a touchdown, and you're supposed to be the guy? Listen, that's your game to show that, hey, I'm the stud that everybody is expecting me to be. I know we got Michigan on the schedule, Duke and Iowa and Marshall, but Tennessee Tech is the game that you show your butt in, and you didn't. You didn't do it, man. You came out of there with 10 fantasy Mm. points. You need your tail whooped. You stink. I could say all kinds of stuff, but what I will say, get to that trash can. I'm I'm trashing Mr. Tylee. Guys, that's the end of Stash and Trash. Damn. Uh we've got some listener questions. Are you guys ready to have your expertise tested? Oh man. I did not no. I did not list listener questions on this on the show sheet on purpose. I want you guys to exercise Mm -hmm. your CFF expertise. So we'll start with this first question from my man Richard. Richard is having some – he has some start-sit questions. He has some start-sit issues for week seven. He's got Mm. Khalil Tate and he's got Aaron Gordon. Khalil Tate against Washington or Aaron Gordon against ASU, Arizona State? Who are you going with?
2: Um, Aaron Aaron Gordon.
0: Gordon. All the way.
2: Khalil Tate's got a messed up ankle, man. I don't trust Aaron, it anymore. So uh, Aaron Gordon. Washington's sure.
0: going to shut the down <laughs> Aaron Gordon against Herm Edwards' boys. <laughs> yes, you heard it, Rich. Rich has another you. question. He wants to. He's got C.D. Lamb, and I'm pretty sure he's going to start him. He needs to choose between Devin Duvernay versus O.U. Jamar Chase versus Florida, Scotty Washington versus Louisville. Who's the first one out out of those three? It's good. Oh, oh, man, man I would start Scotty Washington. So I'm yeah, saying I so so him, if Washington. you had to narrow it down to two wide yeah, receivers, would who would be the first guy out? CeeDee Lamb, Devin DuVernay, Jamar Chase, Scotty Washington. Who would be the first guy? Chase is out. Chase is out. Would, okay. Chase is out. You're taking Chase out. Yes, yeah, I'm right taking there. Chase out. Yeah, starting Scotty Washington against Louisville. So there's only one position left, CeeDee Lamb yes, against OU. Or Devin Duver, uh, CeeDee Lamb against Texas, excuse me, or Devin Duvernay against OU. C- I play C. my stud, so CeeDee Uh, And here's another yes. question about start set Stevie Scott versus Rutgers. This is Rich too. He's got the flex spot. So he's got Stevie Scott versus Rutgers in the flex spot right now. Now he could either go with Artavius Pierce versus Utah. Kennedy McCoy versus Iowa State nope. or he could put one of those other wide receivers right, right there that you guys just said no to. What do you prefer? Stevie Scott versus Rutgers or DuVernay versus OU?
1: Leave Stevie Scott
0: right mm. where he is.
1: Play Scott.
2: Yeah, yeah play Scott. <laughs> Listen,
1: Rutgers, give up, Rutgers give up 198 rushing yards a game. Stevie Scott should be <laughs> licking his chops. Stevie Scott, listen, I got him in the game. Listen, licking my chops.
0: Artavius is Pierce yeah. against They're Utah married. is a resounding no. Kenny, Kennedy McCoy, I just no. read you Come. his stats in the last game. He's sharing the ball too much. That was a heck no. That was a heck no. Mm. Yes. So and, yes. and so it came down to DuVernay and Stevie Scott. And, you know, you pretty much, if it's, especially if it's a, a standard league and not a PPR league, you definitely want to go with the running back in right. that situation. All right. Sean wants right. to know our thoughts concerning the Trajan Bridges situation. Do you want to keep him and wait, or do you drop him and forget about it because they have the experiment with him at safety, which I don't think is permanent? I think that's over with. They tried him back there, and the guy had like right. 13 penalties. <laughs> by by himself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Myself. So I think
0: I think that, that I no think that, that plan <laughs> is foiled. I think that plan is trashed. Is it's over. So what are you doing with Trajan yeah. Bridges in the yeah, dynasty league?
1: I'm holding on to him. I'm stashing him, man. I'm I'm keeping it.
0: Yeah, it's a yeah, for me too. I would say let's the just, same thing let's see how because up. you got Jalen Hurts leaving next year. In comes Spencer Rattler, the phenom that he is, the quarterback phenom that he is. Mm-hmm. The dude is just a beast. I mean, he's going to have some guys to throw it to. I think CD's gone. A couple more guys are gone. And then opens yep. the door wide, wide, right. wide for Trajan Bridges, Theo Weeks, yes. and Jaden yes. uh, Hazelwood. Yeah, Hazelwood. Yeah, Hazelwood. Yeah, I think all you them guys. Yes. Bridges for this year, and you, you know, look to see what this role will be next year, which I think it'll be big. Okay, Chad is wanting to know yes. some questions about roster management. Uh, so we need some CFF expertise as far as how to manage a uh, a roster. Uh, he's got some. He's got some issues. Um. Uh, he needs some basic college fantasy football guidance. One thing I'll say is college fantasy football is completely different from the NFL, completely different from the NFL. Studs studs are, studs stand out more in college. They're they're, they're easy to identify in college. And so what you want to do is you want to look at, you want to look at workload. You want to look at production. And and another thing in college that you don't look at in the NFL is you want to look at scheduling. Right now yes. he has Jaden Blue in the game versus Memphis and Eno Benjamin on the bench versus Washington State. That's a mistake. Here's why. Jaden Blue right. is not, yes. a yes. not a stud. He's not a he was emerging right. at the beginning of the season. And so, did you, you see his production the past few weeks fall off tremendously? He is very unpredictable. He is not trustworthy. You cannot trust right. him. Eno Benjamin is a proven stud. He is a fantasy right. stud, a proven commodity. Card. The dude is a fantasy right. beast. He gets you nothing but points. I mean, any way he can, the first couple games, he didn't get in the end zone rushing, but he did get in the end zone receiving. And so, I mean, you still got points. You still got production. And then his lowest output was against Michigan State, 10 points. I mean, the game was in the 7. You expect Michigan State to do that kind of thing to people. But against Colorado, 20 carries, 83 yards, two touchdowns. Against Kyle, one of the best defenses in the country – 29 carries, 100 yards, three touchdowns. So you don't sit a stud in favor of a guy that is unproven. First of all, that's a mistake right there. You always want to identify your studs. Always identify your studs. Yeah, go ahead.
1: On top of that, you're correct. On top of that, Washington State has given up 179 rushing yards a game. Yeah.
0: The last time they played, Josh Kelly and Demetric Felton pretty much went to work. On those guys, Brandon, what do you have to say about roster management concerning college fantasy football?
2: So we'll say on top of that, that if you don't see a stud that stands out like that, it is okay. You don't need to hold on to them like you do in the NFL, hoping and praying that in a few months, this is a much uh, smaller season to put out already, but there's so many more people that are in these smaller schools that you can go out and get, and they have much better matchups. We call it the uh, was the cakewalk uh, schedule where they just run right in there and take care of business. Basically, you want to look at that. You want to, um, you know, you want to look at those matchups and see, hey, this quarterback over here. Uh, we'll say, you know, Nathan Roark last year, absolutely crushing people in there, Ohio University. Not many people hear about them because it's the Mac, but he plays an outstanding schedule and he proved to be like what a top five quarterback in CFF. I mean, that's the stuff you need to do. You don't need to hold on to, I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, if Trevor Lawrence keeps struggling, like, why are you still playing Trevor Lawrence when there's other guys that are out there? Bench them, you know? Like, it's okay. Like, you have a short season, and and if you're, like, one in four, you have to make up for it because you only got 12 games. So you have to push hard for the championship. So you got to do what it takes, and that waiver wire is going to be your best friend. So that's all something I always recommend recommend is uh, trust the the waiver wire and look up for those matchups for sure.
0: Spoken like a true CFF expert. Brandon is no longer a baby. I declare it right now. He has grown <laughs> up. This episode, he has facial hair and everything. He is a grown man as of right now in CFF. He is no longer <laughs> a baby. No longer a baby. Yes, sir. Owens, man, what you got? Thank you, thank you.
1: I had, I had Trevor Lawrence, and I turned him loose. Right. I dropped him. You know, um, you know. Yeah, so, you uh, do no, man, like I said, me and uh. Man, Tony, we, like, so we've been doing this for 14-plus years, man. And um, like I said, we don't hold on to, to guys, man, that's not productive. And we've made several mistakes uh, from doing that. Like, you know, they're not productive for five weeks. We turn them loose, and then they start doing their thing. You know, they get on the other people's team, and they start <laughs> doing it. Man, that's crazy. But, but we, you know. <laughs> I mean, we this get on somebody times, else's you know? team,
0: now you wake up. So,
1: Yeah, now you wake up, but 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 who but who we the players that we drop them for? I mean, it's a gem that we bring in, you know. So it's like there's so many players out there that you know we can pretty much afford to make that mistake if if we do happen to make that mistake. Uh, but it's it's keeping your eye, like you guys said it's keeping your eyes on uh, who you like some some running backs take over like like early some some running backs take over. In the middle middle of the season, some somebody might take over late, but if you keep your eye on it, you you can kind of see, you know, this team is leading toward this guy. So you you can snatch him up early, you know, watch him, especially if it's a team that you know that like to run the ball, you know, that kind of thing, man, or wide receivers, you know, that's you can you can see a, a quarterback's favorite target. You know, you wanna look for that kind of stuff, man. And like I said again, the defenses. You know, you can you can see the weak defenses. This team give up a lot of passing yards. You know, a lot of points. This team give up, you know, a lot of rushing yards. You can kind of go back and look. Even you know, on ESPN, you can click on the box scores. Oh, they they gave up a lot of rushing yards. So if your running back is playing that team next week, oh man, you licking your chops. So um, just little stuff to pay attention to, man, in the, in, the, in the fantasy, man, it kind of teach you how to start uh, set your starting lineup,
0: um, man. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh man. Spoken like a true expert right there, man. Listen, this was a great episode. Told you we had a lot of content to get to. It was a fun episode. Had a lot of things to talk about. I believe we touched on some important things. I had a lot of fun. I know my colleagues had a lot of fun. It was such a, a pleasure to have Brandon come on. Brandon, tell us tell yes. tell tell the people where they can find you at, man.
2: Sure, man. Um, well, the Twitter handle is at Brandon T Sanders. Um, I also run the, uh, uh, well, we're talking about the CFFU, uh, website that's, uh, patreon.com slash, uh, slash CFFU. Um, you actually get to see, uh, Tony in his writing form and doing the, uh, the waiver wire, which is always a great one. So we talked about how waiver wire is pretty important. Um, I got my boy doing that, uh, Tony. Um, and I also have a great list of guys that's on there. KB, uh, Kevin Mount, who does the the DFS. If you guys are into some college DFS and making some money, um, I got uh, Justin Nottingham knocking out some really good uh, sleeper ones if you're trying to really, really deep dive and do like the 2%, 3% guys. Uh, Dave McGee, who does the uh, statistic numbers, which is an amazing piece. Like He really shows you the trends and stuff like that, and it aligns up perfectly with what Tony and the guys are writing. So, Have a great staff, man. I'm, I'm happy that you guys have jumped on board with us. Um, you can find the uh, CFFU uh, Twitter at uh, CFF University. So check us out. Uh, give us the follow, and then of course, if you have any questions, just like these that you're here on the show, I'll be glad to answer them. Just kind of give me you know a little bit of time to answer back. But I'll be glad and to you answer those questions for
1: sure. Man, it was a pleasure to have Brandon on uh, the podcast with us. Man, I enjoyed it um, as always. Man, it's uh, it's just I enjoy uh, sharing knowledge, man, and, and trying to help. Uh, college fantasy uh, world, man. To get that win, man. To get that next win, you know that that we we all looking for. So, um, man, it's fun, man. This is something that me and Tone we talk daily on a daily basis, man. We sit around talk about this, man, and um, it's just fun, man, and enjoyable, man. So I am glad we can put this in on this podcast, man, and share it with the world, man. It's it's a
0: a privilege. That is what's up, and that will do it for this episode. We will see you guys next week. Peace! See ya!